0: The two sides have basically claimed their stakes for a court date, so I don't know if you know this. As you know, Elon Musk offered $44 billion to buy Twitter. A few months later, he got cold feet, blaming Twitter for misrepresenting the amount of fake user accounts on Twitter. And, uh, you know, as of two weeks ago, he sent a letter from his attorney to retract his offer and wants to walk away from the deal. Well, Twitter, of course, immediately filed a lawsuit against Musk for specific performance. Now, specific performance simply means that when you agree to a deal, you have to make that deal. Now, specific performance could also result in the seller getting an amount from the buyer equal to the damages caused by the non-performance. An example in this case could simply be the difference between the share price versus the current share price. So, for example, if Elon's offer of $54.20 is now compared to the price of the stock at about 40 a share, he could be liable for damages, that's the difference of $14.20 a share, plus attorney costs, plus any other damages that he want to add to it, blah, 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 but it would still be a lot less than the $44 billion that he would have to pay. If the court orders him to buy Twitter, which I don't really know how that's enforceable, but it could be, and it certainly is a possible scenario. Of course, Musk does have a billion-dollar breakup fee. So that was also put in a contract. So we know there are many different paths that this case can take. Well, when Twitter filed the lawsuit against Musk for specific performance, they asked for a date in September. Musk and his attorneys asked for a delay of about a year. So the attorneys for Twitter argued that a delay like this could cause irreparable harm to the Twitter company as Musk continues to bash in their words, disparage, or in, in, in attorneys' words, disparage Twitter causing the stock price to drop. You know, I got to remind, i got to tell you, I really admire good attorneys, and these guys are pretty smart. So Musk's lawyer Andrew Rossman of Quinn Emanuel argued that the ex- expedited timeline was too aggressive for his team to review the massive data trove at Twitter, which basically what 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 Musk wants to do to review or verify the percentage of spam accounts on the platform. But Savid. The attorney for Twitter said that determining the percentage of spam accounts is not necessary in this case since nothing in the merger agreement turns on that question. Ooh, this is getting good. (laughs) All right, well, a Delaware judge named Kathleen McCormick agreed with Twitter and gave an expedited date of October date for the trial. Here's something interesting about McCormick she was actually a judge who presided on a similar but smaller case of specific performance just about a year ago. Now, I gotta tell you something, cases for specific performance are extremely rare because most of the parties in the case will settle way before the court date. But in a case that stemmed out of the pandemic, a private equity firm called Snow Phipps Group entered into a definitive agreement to sell its portfolio company, a company called DecoPack Holdings, to a private equity firm called Kohlberg & Company. Kohlberg had agreed to purchase DecoPack for $550 million, most of which was to be funded through debt financing, so they would get private lenders. By the way, you might recognize the name of DecoPack. They are a cake decorating company. I'm sure you've had a cake decorated with some of their decorations on it. Even if it was a stick sign that just said happy birthday, or maybe those candles with numbers on them. That's DecoPack. Anyway, Kohlberg agreed to buy the company, and it was great until the shutdowns of the scandemic spooked the buyers. The buyers claim that the numbers were given at the sales and revenue may not reflect the current numbers due to the government overreach shutdowns. The buyers were buying this company with debt from private lenders and investors, so the private lenders backed off when the buyer showed the lenders that the original projections may not be accurate. So, of course, this caused the lenders to back off, and the buyer was unable unable to complete the purchase. The buyer sent a termination letter to the sellers, and the seller sued. I read the case notes, and they're fascinating, but in the end, Judge Kathleen McCormick ruled in favor of the seller and the buyer was forced to buy the company for the price of $550 million. Look, now listen to this. Now, Musk has to face this same judge in his case as well. And frankly, from what I've read, the bot issue looks a lot like the COVID issue here. I'm really looking forward to this case. I didn't watch any of the Depp-Herd trial, you know, if you guys watched that. But this one, if this one's televised, I will definitely get my popcorn. Musk is going to is going to have a tough time with this judge, and I'm sure his attorneys are aware of this. So I'm going to say watch for breaking news in this case right around September when it's likely that a settlement will be agreed on.